Hey, welcome back. This is Go Ask Sawyer. This is Jamie, your host, and I have one, two, three, four, five queens with me today uh, that I have the honor of teaching, and I just thought I would like to hear their voice. Um, on this podcast, I believe it's really important to share stories and to share lessons, and I really wanted to know from a teenage mind... What's important to them? What is going on in their life? Because I know it's not just school always. So I'm going to go around and have them each introduce themselves and just maybe one thing about them so we get to know who they are. Uh, I'll start right over here on my right. Okay. Hi. Um, I am Saya, Saya Suholi. Um, uh, a favorite quote that I like is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthen me. Philippians 413. And yeah. Hi, my name is Jazara Williams, and my favorite song is Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Um, my name is Elena, and my favorite song is I See You by Coco John. Hi, my name is Lauren, and but I you call me Lola or Simone. Um, and my favorite thing is I know the plans I have for you said the Lord prosper you and not harm you, give you hope for the future. That's my favorite quote. Um, my name is uh, Trent Too Humble. Um, and one of my favorite things will probably be um, for me reading the Bible. A song that I really like is Promises by uh, Maverick City. So as you can see, we're at school and there's just so much going on constantly, always. Only because we're trying to do something. And I feel like, isn't that the way things work in the world? Like as soon as you sit down to try to do something... Your phone rings, your social media notification dings, um, your mom needs you, your dad needs you, your little sister is just like in your face. So speaking of that, what what is something, and I'm going to have you guys talk for a moment, what is something that bothers you throughout your life? Like what is something that gets in the way that bothers you? Go ahead. Bother me? I would say like responsibility. My brother is older than me, but he don't have no responsibilities. And I would say, I would say, <laughs> I would say that the amount of responsibility that I have bothers me because I don't get to live out my childhood the way that I want to. <laughs> I don't get to live out my childhood the way that I want to. And I feel like too much pressure is being put on me for, to only be 14. Yeah, I have to agree. I feel like for me, it's um, accountability. Like when I'm like with, I feel like some of my friends, when I was with some of my friends one day, uh, I feel like they could have been more accountable and hold themselves accountable for their actions because they had ended up getting in trouble and lots of trouble. But I still feel like they were blaming it on the fact and not like taking accountability for what they had done or what like um, persuaded that person to act out on them. For me, I agree with um, both of y'all because like with me, that sort of is a part of like trauma for me like um having to grow up fast and mature fast because I had a little sister so I had to adapt to her being around so it was a major change for me and yeah I was kind of sort of forced to grow up faster and sort of mature faster and that's why I'm so mature now Okay. Anyone else want to add? Go ahead. I say mental health and mm -hmm. um, failure because, like, with mental health, um, it gets it. Like, I never really, when I was little, um, I went through a lot, but like, I never knew really knew anything about mental health until I got way older. 
I'm gonna say my sixth grade year, and that's when like it all kind of like hit me and like threw me for the bus. And so, and I like I was always mature as a young person. So when I got it, when I got in sixth grade, I got way more mature, like way more problems started to happen. Just like everything started to kind of get you know fun for me. And then failure, like if I fail at something, I'm done. Like I just in it. It is what it is. I feel that I'm not doing it yet. So failure kind of like stopped me from like doing anything because I'm like, okay, if I feel this, I'm not going to get it. So mental health and failure is like a big, like, okay, you don't got it. Stop. So let's think about failure for a second because the lady sitting in front of me, I feel like failure is something that weighs on us. Do you feel like failure stops you in school from shining your brightest, making new friends, trying new things? Or do you feel like you're able to push past that? I feel like uh, it depends on, like, also the person because I feel like sometimes failure, it can make you feel, like, ashamed of yourself to the point where you don't want to be vulnerable to other people to make new friends or vulnerable even to your teachers to, like, say, "Um, I don't get this. Can you help me? Because I know, like, sometimes even with me or even in a classroom, like, I sit there and I get it, but... I let myself fail instead of actually trying to better myself. But I also feel like some for some people, failure is it goes beyond school. Like it go and it goes beyond friends. Like sometimes failure is how you feel about yourself or what you basically done. It's like analyzing yourself and not feeling like you failed yourself or feeling like you failed like your parents or something like that. I agree. I feel like Failure for me goes beyond school. I feel like, in general, I feel like if I fail at something, I, like, can't do anything. Like, one failure is more than just failing at that one thing. It makes me feel like that I fail a lot of things as a whole. So, like, in school, if I fail, me being scared of fail makes me not want to, like, raise my hand in class or Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But outside of school, failure makes me feel like I can't accomplish my dream because I I can't even do this. I can't do that right either. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like failure halts me from doing what I actually want to do because I'm scared. If I can't do something so simple, what makes me think I can do something bigger than it? If I can interject, and I would love for someone else to speak on this, but me as an adult in my 40s, failure (laughs) feels like a huge roadblock. And I'm talking to girls who are 13, 14 years old, and it sounds like failure is something else that blocks you at times. So it's interesting that like we all have that in common. And if only we could realize, like, we are all scared of failure. Like, deep down inside, we are all scared. But I bet we look at each other sometimes like, wow, I wish I could do what they're doing. Um, Or, wow, I can't believe they accomplished that. But to know we're kind of, like, all the same, it makes me feel a little bit better. Like, if they're scared and I'm scared, then we're both scared together. So why not try? Or what's the worst that could happen? Does anyone else have a thing with failure? Yeah, I feel like. Failure for me is very, like, big because when I fail something, I don't want to do it anymore. I want to give up. I want to cry. I want to just, I want to be left alone, and I don't want to try out for anything new. Mm. And I know that doing something new can lead to, you know, maybe you are successful in that, in this. And so for me, failure, like um, Elena, um, Lauren, and Jazara said, Okay, they said that failure is a big thing, and I agree with them because failure turns into a doubt. And, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times when you doubt yourself, you you won't accomplish a lot. So, for me, failure is a big thing, too. 
for me, failure, <clears throat> excuse me, for me, failure is a big thing, especially when it comes to, like, my family, because me, I'm the only girl, and I'm the youngest, so my family feels like, oh, she shouldn't fail because she has this and that. So, like, failure in me is kind of different because my family feel like I shouldn't fail at certain things. They feel like, oh, she should be the best because she's the smartest, she's the youngest, and she knows everything, she doesn't have that, this. But, like, not knowing that them having them feelings comes on me and makes me happy because they feel like if I fail at something, oh, but you're smarter than that. Like, you can do better than that. It's like, okay, I understand that. But, like, you can't just, like, not feel anything. So, like, when I feel something, it's like I have that regret. Like, oh, my God, I felt this. I have to tell my family I felt this. And, like, what am I going to do because they feel like I shouldn't feel anything. So, failure for me is, like, okay, how can I say? It's like I fell in school, and it's, like, a whole different failure in school than out of school. Like, failure in school is, like, okay, you felt that, but you can do better. But failure, like, out of school when it comes to my family is, like, no, that's not good. That's bad. You should never did that. That's a whole different, like, Mm -hmm. different level of failure. Um, and I want to add to that. I also feel like um, failure can be a good thing sometimes because especially for people that's like too braggy, like sometimes you need to fail to humble yourself to or like even with running track. I feel like this year I was going to be the best. I was going to win all my races. And then my 80 meters, I was like, oh, that's not my strong suit. But also like. It also helps you to better yourself because you find out what your strong suits are with they're not. I learned that 80 meter hurdles, I'm not that good, but I noticed that in my 200 low hurdles, that that's something that I dominate, that um, that's something that I really succeed in. Like I broke the record for that and everything. So it's just like failure is a good thing because, because sometimes you need to humble yourself and sometimes you need to figure out that you wasting your time on something that's unnecessary. So mm. I feel like it's a good and a bad thing. It's just got to be on the light, the lights you put it at. And also with racing, like, if, even if you fail, look at how much better you did. Like, even when I lost my races, I was looking to see if I be my personal record. Like, you got to look at failure as a good thing also because if you look at it as a bad thing, it's going to, like, prevents you from doing a bunch of things. But if you look at it as a good thing, you'd be like, okay, I might feel this, but at the end of the day, I try my best. At the end of the day, I've done better than what I did before. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm better in myself mm-hmm. and I'm becoming a better person than I was yesterday. I really like that you said failure can also lead you to a different path. Like this is what I thought I wanted, but, and we're going to use the word failure in quotes because I mean, if you try anything, technically in my head, you haven't failed. Like only you only fail when you don't try, but you just didn't do what you wanted. And all of a sudden it's like, wait, I'm actually stronger in this area. And this is what I thought. So I love that we see failure or mistakes or like trying again as finding a new path. I would like to ask you ladies as well, two questions and you can start with whichever one you want. One, what is social media how does social media play any kind of role in your life, whether it connects to failure, whether it connects to um, how you see yourself? Uh, and I also want to know, what do you think adults need to know about 13 and 14-year-old women? Mm. I'll start with the adults. We can start with that question. I'll start yeah. with the adults. Okay. I feel like, I feel like, like it kind of go with Lauren, with Lauren and Jazara said about failure, how to be like, oh, you, you don't fail because you have this, this, this. But I feel like they need to understand that even though we're so young, the times are different now, and I feel like they put a lot of pressure on us just because of the new generation. Like, stuff that they 
didn't get we have and they feel like that that makes us privileged when at the end of the day we still go through things that y'all went through as well Mm -hmm. like they feel like like a lot of adults nowadays think that mental health we shouldn't be stressed or stressed out or anything but it's like just because of the times that we're in, we're, it's not our fault that we was born when we was. No, that's your fault. Yeah, that, <laughs> so, that would seem to be your fault. So <laughs> it's like it's not our fault that we grew up in the society that we grew up in. But I don't feel like that that makes us any more privileged than you because we still have the same problems. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I may have this and this, but I still have my problems as a person. Yeah. And I feel like they should just not see us as an age and see us as actual people and not as a kid. Yes. See us as actual people. The problems that you have, I could still be going through, mm-hmm. you know? So I just feel like they should treat us as people and not as kids. <laughs> okay. Um, I completely agree with you because, like, I feel like a lot of adults, I feel like a lot of adults often see kids just, like, as, like, oh, they don't have feelings or anything like that. Like, say, for example, like, your child is crying and crying and crying and you just, like, you so irritated about it. And so you just, like, yelling at them and all that type of stuff. Like, you have to realize children have feelings, too. Like, it's not just you. Like, kids can go through stuff, too. Kids have mental health. Kids have uh, physical problems, mental problems. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just adults who go through things. And with kids, it's like they have such innocent minds, so they can't comprehend on what they're going through or what's going on. So adults need to be a lot more understanding that they also go through things. So I feel like it's best you sit down and you talk to your child about what's going on. Going off what Trudy and Elena has said, um, yes, I feel like uh, when she's talking about, when Trudy is talking about the mental health thing for children, I feel like, yes, like more parents should be like understanding because like you may think like your child, like, oh, if you don't pay bills and you shouldn't feel like this, or mm-hmm. if you're not working like me, you shouldn't feel like this. And it's like, well, not exactly because, you know, I'm still and I still live in a society too where I go through things myself and I don't have to, like, sometimes I might not tell you it all, but mm-hmm. it still doesn't mean I don't go through it as a 14 or 13 year old. And then, um, like, for uh, women, I feel like with the parents like, understanding us 13 and 14 year olds, I feel like they should, like, like some parents, like they'd be like, oh, like you trying to act too grown or you wear this, mm-hmm. you put this on, you trying to act too grown or you could really just be having the time, like having the time of your life and not trying to be like too exaggerate with stuff or too extra with anything. And they could put that like that extra, you doing too much mm-hmm. image on you and that can really like ruin like how you feel about yourself, how you mm-hmm. see yourself. Self-esteem. Yes. Yeah. Self-esteem. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, um, to what Nasai said about like, um, how parents, I mean, women's view 13 14 year olds. I feel like nowadays, like most women, women view like 13 or 14 year olds to be fast and grown just because they want the experience of having a boyfriend and dating and doing everything. And also another thing when it comes to sexuality of 13 to 14 year olds, especially women's because I mostly like when I hear people about saying it, it usually be the women's they'd be like, oh, a kid that's 13 or 14 shouldn't be. Um, gay or this or that because mm-hmm. they doesn't know when like truly that's not the thing like if they feel deep down that they don't want to date their opposite sex and they want to date the same then they should be able to do that so that is another big thing the way people women view other like little girls it's like why you should read me like that like I'm just trying to like quote like well I can how can I say like adapt to the world because the world is totally different mm-hmm. now so us trying to also fit into the world and see how everything goes now it's just a lot of changing when it comes to being a girl and being a girl and being a boy is two different things yeah. being a girl is already hard because you got people viewing like this and people viewing like that being a boy is not like it's like okay whatever 
and I feel like that's another thing. Like, um, women view um, girls' relationship as like, oh, that's nasty, this, that. But a boy's like, okay, that's fine. He has a girlfriend. You know, it's just like totally different when it comes to mm-hmm. boy and a girl and a, a woman viewing another a girl because like I'm a little girl. So why are you viewing me like that as a grown woman when you kind of went through the same thing as I went? I agree. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. interesting. Can Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like to add on what you said because I feel like a lot of women, like, or sometimes, like, I'll see people talk about like their relationship with their moms and stuff like that. Sometimes, like, they their mom will like say they're like grown and stuff like that as like they have competition with their own daughters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, not only that, they'll say like, "Oh, I'm trying to protect you. Oh, I'm trying to protect you." Mm-hmm. Not every single time, like, you're trying to protect me. Sometimes you're sexualizing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like I'm a little girl. I'm not always gonna think like how you thinking. Like you're a grown woman. Right. Now I completely understand if you're trying to protect your child or something, but it's not always protecting. And you just, you just gotta know the difference between protecting and sexualizing. Because if you seeing your child and ruin your child body or something like that in a certain type of way, and you feel like people gonna look at your child like this, people gonna look at your child like that. That's your problem. Mm, I agree. I feel like a lot of parents. I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel like a lot of parents they go through things like maybe somebody sexualized them as a kid and said Mm. you being this, you being that. So they put their personal experiences on that kid. I feel like a lot of parents should be like. Just because you experience something doesn't mean your child is going to experience the same thing. And they say, we're protecting you, protecting you from mistakes. Sometimes people need to make mistakes to learn. And I feel like a lot of parents don't know that. You may think that you're protecting your kid, but by shielding them and protecting them, you pushing them away even further because you won't let them experience life how they want to. Mm -hmm. Yes, maybe their life may go a little bit similar, but me, I'm the type of person to be like, I don't believe something until I see it. Sometimes a kid needs to see their failure, see their mistake, to learn from it and then change. Because if you say that's wrong, they're not going to believe you until they do it wrong themselves. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like they need to, people need to let their kids experience life the way they want to, whether that is making a mistake or having a grit. Mm-hmm. They'll learn from it and they'll make their life their own way. Yeah. Like, um, going on to, she, oh. to touch on that, like, <laughs> uh, to touch on that, it's kind of like as women, Especially what Trinity said, like with protection, um, as women, I feel like it's t- it's um scientifically cho- I mean shown that we mature easily mm-hmm. and and we mature faster. And at this age, I feel like we're more mature. And you, as a parent, you can say, okay, I feel you're more mature, but you're set at this age. But it's kind of like if you're holding me back to my age and not my maturity level, it's gonna. It's going to make me want to go experience it myself. I want to be able to say, hey, mom, dad, Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about this. And Mm -hmm. to be able to be like, okay, I get, I'm well, I can get that you have like, I don't want you doing that or this or that. But it's also like, hey, like it is what it is because at the end of the day, I'm going to do it whether you approve of it or not because the way I am, it's like, you <laughs> the, way, the way I am is like I want to figure it out right, so right. whether you are going to be a God in hand and I'm going to have God along with me or I'm just going to ride with God and just God only like it's just like even if it's not like even if it's not godly I'm still like lean on God hopefully that he could turn me back but it's just like if you keep me at this little at this age it's like you're 13 and 14, but mom, my mind is at 16 and 17. Like you can't, you can't, you can't like just keep me, keep me here because if you keeping me here, I'm gonna go there myself. Like you, it's to the point where it's so stressful. And also, like as a girl, 
I know they be like, well, some girls have privileges, boys have privileges, but also like even with boys now, like I they be like, when I have kids, my daughter can't do this, but my dad can go do my my son can go do this. And it's like, wait, hold on. If yes. what if your son younger than your daughter, you talking about some, oh, she can't do this. Mm-hmm. She first off, she grown at this point because we're like it's just like so much that you and we can't like we're so limited because of our um because of our gender especially with like even nowadays you talk to three boys at a time oh you would yeah x right this that this boy could be going around messing with 10 other girls in a relationship and the boys dapping them up and the right. girls dapping them up like, oh yeah, you did that, you play, but if I do it, it's a whole different story. I can't do it right. like you could do it. And that's it's also like that also weighs on our minds, and that also has something to do with mental health because in this society, mm-hmm. girls can't do what boys can do, but it's like at the same time, we the same person. Why can't I go out and do the same thing you doing without being called? other things that you would mm-hmm. get praised for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The double standard. Yeah. Yep. So I want to ask one question. We've had a new voice uh, join <laughs> our group here. Um, do you think, because I am the kind of parent that I will, I, I don't want you to do, I have two boys. I don't want you, I don't want them to do a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I want them, I will talk to them about everything. Mm-hmm. Do you think if parents were willing to sit with their kids and yes. really yes. have those conversations, do you think, because yeah. I feel like when parents have those conversations, they think yeah. that I'm telling you it's okay to do it. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather talk about it because I don't want you to go on TikTok or your friends or the internet. I would rather have that conversation, even if I'm uncomfortable, because right. I didn't get that those conversations when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would also build trust between you and your parent or yeah. adults or I whoever you go think to? That it will mainly because, I, but I also feel like it would work for a lot of parents though because. A lot of people are just not like blessed with the ability to understand mm. or be empathetic. So mm-hmm. I feel like the conversation wouldn't even work for a lot of parents. But mm-hmm. I feel like if a lot of parents could be understanding and just talk about it instead yeah. of just saying, we'll just do this because I told you so. Mm-hmm. I don't think that works because what is just saying I told you so going to do? Like they want yeah. an explanation. They want to know why. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like people adults should understand why is not a disrespectful yeah, question. Right. I feel like why? Oh, I told you so. So, so is that an answer? I got to get it. I just want to know. So, like, I feel like they should also understand that when we say why, it's not coming from a place of disrespect. It's coming from, like, an actual question. Why? Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I feel like if people do choose to have a conversation with their kid, they should also look at it from both sides and not just their own viewpoint. Because if you do that, the conversation is never going to work. Yes. To to go on what Elena said about. (laughs) Uh, Asking why. Asking why, yes. The comfortable conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like. You, uh, many parents are also still have a religion that they look up to, which is why certain conversations aren't gonna mm-hmm. like, aren't gonna be understanding and aren't gonna be comfortable for the, you know, the children and parents because they, the parents want them to always like view their side. And it's like, like Elena said, when you ask why, how will we know how to view like you? How will we know mm-hmm. how to see things like you in this world? So. <laughs> I didn't know if our new voice wanted to add. Did you want to add and then you? Go ahead. Uh, about the why thing, me personally, I'm a curious person, so I'm going to understand like, what you're talking about. Because I'm not very an empathetic person. So when I want to understand another person's side, like, mm-hmm. that why is going to come out. 
and most parents see that as disrespect and don't want to tell you like what you said uh because i, I said I'm so Mm-hmm. Because I said oh, so. Yeah. Especially in a black household. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. And I feel like that's even worse. Yeah. Like, that really Conversations I just want to understand. Like, it's okay. <laughs> We're just going to keep talking. Everything's if, um, ringing. Go ahead. If I ask you a question and you tell me no, and I'm like, well, why? Yeah. I don't know. Why? <laughs> right. I need to understand it. Like, you say I can't go to the movies. Why? why? What's the Why? <laughs> And like she say, oh, cause you ain't doing the dishes. Well, let me do that. If I right. do that, can I go? Right. But my mom, <laughs> still be no. Still no. Still no. Should have did it, You know, mm-hmm. I like to understand why. I feel like that will also help parents like a lot better on like trying to get a perspective on like what their kids think because kids are very curious, so they're gonna get into a lot of things. And so when they ask you why, you have to explain why. Why this? Why that? Because otherwise, they're gonna sneak behind your back and they're gonna do it anyways to get mm-hmm. their own experience from it. So you need to explain <laughs> why to your kids. Explain the Definitely. why to your kids. Um, yes. to touch base on that, especially with comfortable, uncomfortable conversations, I feel like sometimes as a parent, not to be disrespectful, but I just need you to shut up and listen. Like, yes. just be. I'm listen. sorry. But no, my my youngest son always says, "Mom, just please." Don't say anything. Just listen. I have so to say that. Because what parents don't understand is that they be like, I be trying to protect you from the world. But it's like, when I'm 18, Stop you can't do that. Yes. You can't come to right. my uh, my college or my house and be like, I'm just trying to protect you. You can't do that. So you got to just let us go. And I, be, I get that you, like, you're young. But at the same time, like, can you, like, let right. me go? Mm-hmm. And also with that, it's like, when I try to talk to you and you don't shut up and listen, you start putting your <laughs> you start putting how you feel on my feelings and you're inv- invalidating my feelings. And now I'm irritated because I didn't ask you to talk on how I feel. I wanted you to listen and say, "Okay, I see how you feel. This is how I feel." But I'm gonna let I'm gonna listen to which how you're feeling and perfect my well not perfect but like try to scope my parenting on how how you're how you are yeah. mm-hmm. because a lot of times like I say hey this is how I'm feeling whatever whatever and they'll be like but I'm just trying no don't don't just try just shush <laughs> and let me say how I feel because right. at the end of the day I'm gonna continue to feel it whether you mm-hmm. trying whether you protecting me or not mm-hmm. and at the end of the day I'm going to find it out somewhere else. If yeah. it ain't from you, it's going to be from somewhere else. And I'd rather it be from you because mm-hmm. you have been here before. You're, you have, you've been through this stuff. Yes, it's a different time, but it's also the same events reoccurring. Mm-hmm. So it's like, with comfortable conversations, sometimes you just need to have them with your children. Because if you don't have them, they're going to find it somewhere else. And now, or now... Your kid uh, would want to come talk to you about how they feel with other people or how they feel with like even having relationships. Mm-hmm. And you you did that, so now they done ran off with their other they significant other. It's just like mm-hmm. yes, it's is uh like <laughs> overdoing it, but it's also like a realistic thing because mm-hmm. some people do that now. Some people it's so many kids running away, and I feel like the parents don't understand that sometimes you the, the problem. Right. It can't always be me. Right. And it's not always 
and not every time your you try to parent, and every time you try to parent is the right way to parent me. Maybe it was the right way to parent you, but I'm not you. Right. I'm a whole different person. So right. I don't know what Jazar has said. She has said something about um uh or like the uncomfortable uncomfortable sessions. Uncom- uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> so you had said something about not being able to talk like you'll either walk away oh, be quiet or yeah she said she'll either walk away and that's what causes the runaway. That's yes. what causes the I don't want to talk to you anymore that shut off of my life or I don't have a parent in my life really. <laughs> I don't have a parent in my life really. Uh, that's what causes the shut off. That's what ca- causes the, the depression that's what causes the mm. i feel like i don't have anyone to talk to like whether you do have friends or not like even with your friends you feel like you still can't talk talk to them about some things so like what lauren was saying about um when you don't have these uncomfortable 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 stations conversations <laughs> it's a tough word uncomfortable yes. conversations uncomfortable conversations you got it. whether you like it or whether the kids want to have it with you, I feel like you should still, you should still answer the why. So any adult or parent, I have one hand up in front of me that is listening. It sounds like my friends are saying they don't feel heard and just trust me enough to listen. We can have the extra conversation after, but trust me enough to just listen to all the things. Okay. So that's what I, that's what I'm hearing. Go ahead, friend. I also, I definitely should like communicating with one another like your parents your friends like i think that's gonna give you more answers and more explanations like if you have a if you don't have communication in a relationship Mm-mm. and that's friendship that's romantic that's um parent parental even even as a teacher um i feel like sometimes students if they don't feel heard they're not going to trust me as a teacher they don't want to learn from me they're not going to talk to me if they're having a bad day um so any kind of relationship i saw some hands over here um and to add on i forgot i told you um to add on also oh if like with let me just say this um but telling like if i tell my parents something or something don't always try to fix it like i just want to talk yeah, to you right i yeah. don't need you to fix so it. Like, don't fix it yeah, yeah. no it's not let like me i'm not saying don't yeah. fix it like i'm gonna see you speak for me <laughs> <laughs> i think for myself so basically like if i'm talking to my mom she's always trying to fix it it's like no i was like, because having to talk with her she better be thankful because i really don't talk to her like that but when i do i do um so she always try to fix it. That's the reason why I don't really like have a conversation with her because you always want to fix something. It's not like I don't need you to fix it, even though I understand why she wants to fix it. But like, I don't always need you to fix it. Let me be. Let like let me just tell you like, mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. this that like I tell about my friendship or something like anything, and just mm-hmm. listen. Don't always try to fix it and like try to be like, oh well, maybe this and maybe that. Just Give like sit advice. there, like, yes. and her advice is like it's always a likeness. Like, all right, yes. I don't want to hear it right now because it's like every day you can ask for nails. Like every day, it doesn't stop, so it's not necessary in the car. Like it's just annoying. So just listen. If you get in my car, don't even say anything because she's going to give you like listen. Yeah, right? I feel like. It's a just listen, just a listen yeah. type of thing, and don't talk, don't talk. Maybe breathe a little bit, Maybe. but only if you don't huff. But but like don't huff like huff. Oh, you know, that, that you know, know. Yeah. 
Because you know, because you know what the winner is. Like the side, like the side. They're like, here we go again. Yeah. Okay, then I won't say nothing at all. Okay, yeah. I'll walk away. I'll, I'll, we don't even have to talk. I remember because it's much Like even, even to add on to like when they say about communication, the problems with communication, the problems with separation anxiety, the problems mm. with attachments, it comes from your parents because. I know, like, certain people that if their parents never would have did this certain thing, I would never be like this. Like, with me, um, during my parents' divorce, I feel like I wasn't hurt. So mm-hmm. now as a person, like, if you don't hear me, don't speak to me. Like, I, I have to be heard for you to be able to even connect with me. If mm-hmm. you can't let me be heard, then that's it. But that's the thing. It came from my parents. And communication, like, if you can't communicate with me, I'm going to have a problem communicating with others. Like, I know a lot of people who, if they can't communicate with their parents and tell them everything, they have a hard time opening up. So it's like, some parents, you need to be able to communicate with them. You need to be able to let your kids be heard. No, I'm not saying let your kid be disrespectful to you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not saying let them be out of pocket. But I'm saying let them be heard. Let, the, let you listen. Because... All the things of this world that comes from that, it comes from your parents. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, speaking on a, uh, like, let them, let them. <laughs> let them be heard, I think is. Yeah, like, okay. let them talk to you. Like, me personally, mm-hmm. I didn't really have nobody to talk to. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm real. When I get in my feelings or something, like, I don't talk to nobody. I go, yeah. like, around somewhere else. Because I felt as a kid, like, I, I was never hurt. I could never get my point across. Like, yeah. it was always, yeah. I to had to, yeah. like, I had to get a lecture. Like, I always oh, uh, will never forget. Like, I'll try to talk to somebody, you know, say, like, oh, stay in the kid's place. Yo. Ever since then, I never talked to any, my mom. I don't even talk to her about my mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I do, it's, like, very but it sounds like that's how you all of you yeah. sounds like protect yourself yeah right. because i've been taught and your parents are your first people right. um and whoever like parents grandparents like i've been taught that in order to feel safe that's i need to be quiet right. or i need to keep it to myself and that's i mean that's huge and as an adult if you grow up in, into adulthood and don't fix that then you're just always shutting people out and that's yeah. horrible Okay, so this conversation is amazing. I'm going to ask each of you one last question. Okay. You're about to go to high school. Oh, Lord. You're about to go to high school. All right, and I want you guys to think back to the first day of eighth grade. Ladies, not guys. I'm sorry. Queens. Back to the first day of eighth grade. (laughs) What do you wish? (laughs) Um, And we'll start over here. Okay, and go around. What do you wish you would have either done differently or what do you wish someone would have said to you? Okay, first day of grade, I'm walking in. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't really nothing. I feel like the first day of grade was pretty boring. Um, but, like, not, not that, but, like, what do you wish someone would have said? Like, you're about to go uh, into high school. Like, what, yeah. like... Through the whole year, I mean, like, yeah, like the beginning. Okay. maybe the I whole year. Somebody, like, I wish somebody could have told me, um, you would give us a lot of work. Oh. <laughs> I wish someone had told me, like, 
Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't force yourself into relationships and friendships. Mm-hmm. Like you're about to leave. There's mm-hmm. no point in trying to fight for friendship. Friendship that you know that's gonna like go out mm-hmm. the window mm-hmm. and leave. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself. Just chill. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Just um, <laughs> 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 me though, like what I can say though, because of like from. My school year last year, it was completely terrible. It was it was completely terrible for me. Okay. So I knew like with me, like what, what happened last year, it carried on with me. So I was like, okay, so once as soon as when I walk in this building, like you don't have to talk to people. Only thing you need to focus on is your grades. That's mm. that's exactly what I told myself before I walked through the door. So pretty much, yeah, I was pretty much quiet and stuff like that. And I pretty much didn't talk to nobody because I didn't want to let friendships and stuff like that get in the way mm-hmm. of what I needed to be done and mm-hmm. what I needed and what I wanted. Okay. Um, something that I wish somebody would have told me is that not everybody your friend. Mm-hmm. Because Ooh. I've learned so much that, like, I've taken so much and I've drained myself so much just to be with mm-hmm. somebody because I feel like I had to have some human connection. But also you need to know that, like, Sometimes you just need, sometimes you're better off by yourself. You don't need everybody with you. You don't need your whole crew because when you're walking across that lake, not everybody know how to swim. Oh, I don't know. But, like, yeah, not walking. When you're swimming, like, when you're going across the lake, not everybody know how to swim. Mm. Not, not, not everybody know how to get across the lake. <laughs> that took a turn to the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, that's what I was thinking of. But anyway, okay. um, not, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what I feel like I need to learn. I need to focus on because I've tried so hard to continue friendships that I knew that drained me, continue friendships mm. that I knew that I shouldn't never continue. <laughs> Um, continue friendships that I was like, okay, I'm gonna take this, but I know y'all. This is what happens in class: is one person starts laughing, and then it, no one can stop. So, welcome to school. Welcome to school. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Lauren's gonna. Okay. Um, I wish we didn't. I mean, um, if not everyone can swim. Yeah. The lake. Yeah. Um, the lake. No, the lake. Um, I wish like. Yeah, that not everybody gonna be with you because mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's what I was saying. I've taken so much in and something that I would never tolerate, but I tolerated just so I could have friends. And now I'm at the end of the school year. It's like I'm not gonna talk to y'all, and I drain myself so much for these people. And it's to the point where like, girl, I'm gonna cut you off. Like <laughs> it's like just one thing I wish people told me is like, don't drain yourself. To have friends, you already got your friends. Even if you don't have your friends at school, you always got some type of person that you know you mm-hmm. can always have. So don't drain yourself to make friends to try to fit into something because it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, at the end of the day, you probably not gonna talk to them anyway. Like mm-hmm. it's like so many people that I've tried to drain myself for, and y'all getting cut off. Like You're after done. graduation, yeah. cutting ties. You're done. You're done. All right, Elena, what do you um, wish someone would have said? For me personally, what I personally need to hear was don't take everything too personally. Like, mm-hmm. It was like, it's not that serious. Nobody's even thinking about you. And like when Ella said, just vibe. <laughs> like really just sit in your chair, do your work and leave. And um, don't let your personal problems affect 
the people around you at school because I'm not gonna lie, it's been some days I come to school and I'm not in a good mood and I'm pretty sure I throw everybody else off just because mm-hmm. Ooh, a lot of snaps for just that. because <laughs> no, I'm for real, I probably uh-huh. did. Just because of my own personal problems. And like Lauren said, everybody's not gonna be with you the whole time. So if you clearly see that somebody is not working to keep a relationship with both of y'all don't don't worry too much about it because there's gonna be plenty of people you meet in the world mm-hmm. who not forever and there's gonna be plenty of people who are with you forever but mm-hmm. if somebody not willing to fight for that why should you all right exactly just be yourself chill okay. don't take things too personal okay <laughs> okay so um I, uh, I want to say so in the beginning of the year i was ready for every grade um High school and all that. But as I got toward the end, I got very scared. But anyways, I just wanted to say. Um, what do you wish someone would have told you? Okay. <laughs> um, they're like, this year, this year was like, I wish someone would have told me like, this year was going to be like a very, how can I say, a hard year for you? Because like last year, I'm like, last year, seventh grade year, it was so easy. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I just felt the ease. I was like, okay, I'm ready for eighth grade, but I'm scared. I got to eighth grade. And I wasn't scared. But this year, like mentally, physically, mm-hmm. emotionally. Yes. Being in school, being out of school, everything, like, every day was a hard day. Like, it wasn't a day, everybody wasn't hard. Like, every day was hard. Like, (laughs) like, it was, you couldn't escape it. You still, like, I'm, what, this is my last day. Still hard days. It's like Like, the longest day. Literally. So, like, it's still hard. Yes. I just (laughs) wish somebody would have said, like, this year is going to be hard for you, but you just have to, like, persevere. And I also wish somebody would have told me, like, this year not going to go your way because I thought a lot of stuff was going to go my way as far as high school, friendship, mm-hmm. mental health, and a lot of stuff. And I'm like, and it didn't go my way. Only thing that did go my way was getting black shirt the whole year. So that's one thing that, that was a benefit for me. So, but that's it. I have to agree with you on the black shirt thing. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear your voice. Yeah. One thing I wish somebody would have told me at the beginning of the school year, though, was self-efficacy. Like, that is yes. so key. Because me, I would just sit there and struggle. <laughs> I won't say anything. Or if I feel some type of way about some like some type of way about something, I would just sit there and let it happen. Mm-hmm. And I won't talk about it. I won't say anything. So if I come off you, I come off you mm-hmm. wondering where well, all this am- anim- animosity, animosity is coming from. Then, yeah, that's from past. So... <laughs> so yeah i wish somebody would have told me self-advocation is key and yeah well okay so we're just gonna vibe going forward yeah. um, if not everyone can swim if you're going for a swim you gotta let them go <laughs> um eighth grade is just hard yeah. and well, don't take it. things so personal yeah. oh, yeah. make sure you stay Yo. on top of your stuff behind yes. the top yeah. because yeah. Yes. we waited huh? all of us waited yeah. so long but i think miss sawyer said to okay oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But everybody waited. i feel like everybody waited so long and then it got to the end we like oh wait 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 like, wait. like it's, real. it's good like it's good so. too real like we really finna be freshmen on friday like mm-hmm. it's to the point where it's like it just moved fast it's so fast <laughs> yeah. so fast Okay, we're going to wrap it up before the class comes in. Um, I loved having you ladies on, and I hope to – oh, man, I'd love to have you guys on again. But please be kind. If you can't be kind, ask for forgiveness and move on.